Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk today about a little bit about dating, something we haven't done in a while. A while here, um, we I had a dream the other night that was kind of on this subject. So I'm doing this in response to a dream the Lord gave me. I know when I do this podcast, there's a lot of people that listen, and then people that we interact with, and young people, and people in relationships and people want to be in relationships. So I want to preface by saying this is not in response to any uh, <laughs> anyone that we know, but rather a dream I believe the Lord gave me. But, um, you know, when I was uh, looking to find a godly wife, when I was praying about a wife, and the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I was right around 29, 30 years old, and uh, uh, I fasted for three days to get an answer from God. I, I went to church one day, and I was like, it dawned on me, Lord, I'm 30 years old and uh, my wife is alive. She's somewhere on the earth. I don't know who she is. You do. I know you have a perfect will for my life. Um, the problem is not with you. It's with me. So, Father, uh, and I fasted. I went on a three-day fast. And um, and then that following, that was a Sunday. And then the following Saturday, I was back out at work and I'd kind of forgotten about it, but I was knocking on doors when I was selling in uh, home security systems. And I knocked on this guy's door, older gentleman, older gentleman named George. He was 86 years old. And I got into his house. I was talking about the system and he had a picture of his wife on the table. And um, so I began talk, talking to him. His wife had just passed away a few months before been married for over 50 years. And so I said, hey, when you're finding a wife, what do you look for? And uh, no, 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 actually, I didn't say that. I said, can you give me some tips on marriage? I didn't ask him about finding a wife. I just said, can you give me tips on marriage? Because someone who got, had a great marriage and, you know, 50 years of marriage, they've got to have something uh, insightful to say. So I said, can you give me tips on marriage? And he turned it and talked about finding a wife. And he said, when you find a wife, you want to find a wife who's smarter than you. And you want to find a wife who uh, loves the Lord. Because if she loves the Lord, she won't talk about you behind your back. And if she's smarter than you, then she'll be smart enough to handle the kids and raise the kids and handle the money and 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 do all that. And the moment he said that, I thought of Krista uh, because I knew she was someone who was a hard worker and and you know and, and she was responsible uh, and uh, um, I knew she was someone who could hold down a job and she worked and she wasn't someone who was just like just trying to get out of work. And that was a big thing for me. You know, I'm, I know I was called to the ministry, so I didn't want to find a wife who was just like always looking forward to a vacation. Vacations are good, but I'm not on this earth to vacation. I'm on this earth to work. And then and then uh, I knew that Krista loved the Lord. So that's what popped up in my heart. And so when I really started looking at it with my um, with Krista uh, the and really thinking about a wife, there was a moment that I had, even before Krista came along, but where I had been like writing down my list of things that I was believing the Lord for in a wife. And it was kind of funny if I could go back and read the list now, but I was reading this list and, uh, you know, things that I wanted, you know, they say make a list. So I had my list of things and, and uh, I want someone who's kind and so-and-so and someone who can cook. And then I had things like, I want this color hair and I want someone who likes the outdoors and I want someone who reads books and I want someone who, and I had this list. And I remember one day looking at it while I was praying and then realizing like this book was just a love letter to myself of, of basically uh, the the female version of me, Ryan, this is what I like about you. Let's put it on, <laughs> on paper. And I was like, I want to marry me. This is me. This is just a compliment to myself. This is stupid, right? And uh, and then I, I uh, more than anything, began to realize that the important part in finding a wife and finding a spouse was the godly characteristics that they, that they have. Because if I find a wife who's a good friend, if I can find a wife who has good friends and is a good friend to other uh, uh, women, 
not other guys. I don't want a wife who's good friend to other guys. I want a wife that's a that's a good faithful friend that people look at and say she's a faithful friend, and uh, and and I want a wife who's got godly characteristics, who's quick to forgive, who doesn't hold a grudge. I want someone who doesn't gossip. That was a big thing for me. I want someone who's a hard worker. I wanted. I realized really what I was looking for is the character of Jesus in people, and and it can get crazy when you're looking for a spouse and you're looking for somebody, and then uh, especially as as the older you get, there's like this pressure that comes, right? Like I remember my brother. My brother got married. Um, let me do the math here. My brother got married when he was 25. So when I passed in past 25 into 26, it was like the family was now looking at me with no prospects on the horizon, looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Why are you taking long? So from 25, 26, I started to feel this pressure, 27, 28, 29, you know, and this pressure to, to, to be married, to find a wife. But realizing that God had somebody for me, God had, I've been asked this question before, do you believe God has one person for you? I believe you get to choose I believe you get to choose, but I do believe there is someone that God has set up to connect you with. That's his perfect will for your life. I believe that there's times where people, there are people who've chosen somebody who's not God's perfect will, but it can work. And I believe God will still bless the marriage and they will bless your choice. But there's some people who make it difficult on themselves by who they're, who they choose as their spouse. You know, if you, if you are called to the ministry and you marry someone who has no interest in going to the ministry, you're going to make life difficult on yourself when you're trying to drag this person through your calling. That's why finding someone who's facing in the same direction as you headed towards the same thing is vital. Are you heading in the same direction? If this, if, if someone wants nothing to do with the ministry and then you're called to the ministry, that's not a good fit. They could have the personality type. They could have the same likes. They could favorite meal could be the same thing as yours. But there's things that you can do to make it easier. And so uh, I believe we get to choose. But I believe God doesn't have a perfect plan. Isaac, God chose a wife for Isaac, and I believe He'll choose a wife for you or a husband for you, if you'll let Him and if you'll follow His path for your life. So there's there's decisions we make along the way. And so I always, when I talk about this, preach. Uh, preparing yourself to be the husband or the wife that your future spouse is looking for. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, and and you you can do something today to prepare yourself to be that spouse. Are you marriage material now? Are you marriage quality now? Or are you texting a bunch of boys, texting a bunch of girls? Are you are you flirting with a bunch of guys? Are you flirting with a bunch of girls? Are you doing things that you'll have to change? When you find the right one, if you were engaged tomorrow, there are a lot of relationships you'd have to clean up and be like, yo, I can't text anymore. I can't text on the phone. I can't. Those are the questions you have to ask yourself. And so you start becoming becoming the man or the woman, the husband or the wife that you're meant to be now. If you're a wife, are you able to cook? Are you able to keep a house? Are you neat? Are you tidy? Are you, are you that those things? You start putting those things into practice. Now, but the dream that I had that God gave me was was really an interesting one. It was about being stuck in a wrong relationship. And in the dream that I had, it was about being stuck in a wrong relationship because because people at church had set somebody up with somebody else. And so I, I want to just address really keeping your eyes open during the dating relationship and, and re- really being humble enough. You know, it's important that you hear from the Lord who your spouse is. But I I I want to say that I've I've had so many conversations with people who said, "Man, I'm so glad God spoke to me that this is my spouse." And then 6 months later, they're not with him together and they're like, "The Lord really delivered me from that." People who 
I trust, people who I love, people who I respect, who have said those things. Oh man, I found my wife. The Lord put this person with me. And then six months later, yeah, man, I really dodged a bullet. And so I'm not, I I never want to say, you know, if someone's blatant wrong and you could tell the person they're dating is a terrible decision, then I'll call them out and be like, that's not God's will for your life. But if someone says, "I, I heard from God, I'll never say you didn't hear from God. But the people's eyes get blurry when it comes to these things, when it comes to things of marriage and they start falling in love, it's like they don't see clearly. And so uh, really, I would just want to talk about um, allowing the Lord to lead you and then not sticking in a relationship that's not the right relationship for you. If, if you've, uh, there's times where uh, men of God, women of God, people who are, uh, you know, uh, uh, grown up in the Lord will try to play matchmaker. And that's not always the best thing. Maybe it's your parents. Hey, this is a person who'll be great for you. I think a parent's wisdom is a good thing, but you have, you have to hear from the Lord for yourself. And so the, the, uh, the key, one of the keys are not making excuses for the person. If you're dating somebody and, and you're looking at their life saying, well, that's not what I wanted. And I'm not, I'm not talking about hair color. I'm not talking about they don't like Asian food like you do. They like Mexican food. I'm talking about things that matter. If it feels like you're settling, then that's not God's plan for your life. If it feels like you're like disappointed, like is God setting me up with this person? Well, are you attracted to them? Well, no, I don't find them attractive. Then no, God's not setting you up with that person. You're not supposed to be like uh, aroused by the person you're dating uh, in the dating period. Arousal is not for dating, if we can speak plainly. But there should be an attraction. There should be someone that you're looking forward to being with. It shouldn't feel like when you look at them like, huh, I guess this can work. That shouldn't be how you feel. So if you look at the way they are spiritually, if you look at the way they are practically, if there's things that you like, man, everything that I wanted, they don't have. They don't cook. They don't clean. They're a mess. They're, they're uh, loud mouth. They're, you know, all these things. But I think the Lord wants me to be with them. Don't settle for, for second best. I do also want to say along with this, there are the Bible says don't don't uh, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. If you're a guy who on a scale of one to ten is like a three and a half, you don't have it together. You're 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 not a neat person. You're sloppy. You don't iron your clothes. You don't eat healthy. You're overweight. You you don't have things together, and then you're believing the Lord for a supermodel wife. You you got to pick it up. The Lord's. <laughs> Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. So I'm not going to say more than that. So when I say settling, it isn't like, well, my my wife, my spouse doesn't look like a, a supermodel. Well, bro, you don't even you don't even look like you could qualify to be a hand model, right? So so I'm not talking about uh, I'm not talking about unrealistic expectations. But if you know deep down, hey, I'm called to do something great, and this guy's spiritually just floating, right? N- n- no cement in his stomach. No no foundation, doesn't know the word, is wishy-washy, you know, isn't even committed to go to church. If, if it's settling, and, and especially in a woman's situation, if, you're, if you find that you're more spiritually advanced than he is, that's a problem. That's a problem. Don't settle. If you're having to make excuses and convince yourself how spirit, like, oh, he's spiritual, he does this, he does this. If you're looking for ways to convince yourself that he can be the spiritual head of the home, you should run. You you need to meet somebody that's grown up in the Lord that you're like, that, that challenges you spiritually. 
as a woman, you should meet it. I'm not talking to guys. Your, your wife, I mean, you can be an iron sharpens iron sort of thing with your wife, but the husband is supposed to lead the home spiritually. So don't settle. If, there, if you're in a relationship now, and even if you're engaged, even if you're close to marriage, but you're like, man, I know I'm settling. I know that, you know, it's because these people set it up, set us up and we're dating and they're, they're okay. They're a nice person, but they, they don't have the qualities I was looking for. Get out of that relationship now. It's not worth it. You don't want to waste days, waste years, waste your call. Get out of that relationship now. This is a time you need to keep your eyes wide open and realize, man, this is not what I'm called. This is not the relationship I'm supposed to be in. God has greater. God has better. And and I'm pressing in for God's best. That's what I have for you today. I love you. God bless you. If this has helped you, it'd be awesome if you shared this on your Instagram. You took a screenshot and shared it. Um, That helps us a lot get the reach and get the word out. I love you. God bless you. See you next time. 